Welcome to the Freelance Indexer Exchange. I'm Michelle Giuliano, and I'd like to start a conversation with you about indexing. I sometimes find the business of freelancing lonely and isolating. How about you? Do you ever wonder whether it has to be this way? So let's talk about the hard stuff, because we can do better together. Welcome to episode 15 of the Freelance Indexer Exchange. Let me start by apologizing for not letting you know that I was taking last week off. Last Monday, Memorial Day, was a federal holiday, and I did not spend it working on the podcast or indexing. Before we dive into this week's episode, I want to mention that this is the next-to-last episode of Season 1. Our very last episode, Episode 16, which will air next week, will feature answers to your questions. Feel free to pop a question in the exchange box. I'm looking forward to recording this episode. And after Episode 16... I plan to take a summer hiatus from podcasting. I'll still be working away at indexing like all of you for the month of July and part of August. Then I am looking forward to my family's beach vacation, and I will be sending both kids off to college in the Midwest. As a New Englander, I am sad to have them both so far away, but I do enjoy visiting other states. I had a great time last month in Michigan when I combined a visit with my oldest with some time to work in a delightful Airbnb. I can't believe that in mid-September, I will be indexing in an empty house. My indexing business has always been a balancing act with homeschooling my kids. I have had one business retreat this spring, and I will do another this summer, where I will spend time contemplating how much to ramp up my business and the steps I am taking to do so. And that leads me to Season 2. The Freelance Indexer Exchange will be back in early fall with Season 2. If there are any specific topics you would like me to cover, By all means, let me know by dropping a note in the exchange box. I have already sketched out some topics, but there's room for more. It'll be another 16-episode season. But definitely check back over the next couple of weeks, or better yet, subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app, because I just might have some bonus content available in the near future that you're not going to want to miss. As always, thank you for listening. Today, I want to talk to you about the reality check I do on estimates and on rates that clients give me. In our last two episodes, we discussed preparing estimates, but didn't discuss how I check to make sure my calculations are correct. Remember back in grammar school when you learned to check your math before handing in to make sure your answers were correct? What I'm going to explain to you in this episode is just like that. And it has saved me a number of times because sometimes, even as you carefully go through your data when crafting your estimate, you don't always take into account everything in the book or you plug the wrong number into your estimate. The reality check formula is simple and only takes a minute to do. And it lets me know how reasonable my estimate is or how fair the rate is that's given to me by a client. In other words, I can answer the question with this formula. How likely is it that I will be paid my desire hourly rate for this project? This formula, like I said, is also good to use when reviewing rates proposed by potential clients. In other words, it helps me decide if the client's proposal or my estimate is acceptable to me. Remember, a good boss always has their employees in mind when they price projects, and you don't want to work hard for too little money. Here are the numbers you will need to plug into my reality check formula. Total project fee desired hourly rate, and index time percentage. 
The project fee in this formula is the total you expect to be paid for this index. This can either be your estimate amount or the amount that your client has offered to pay for your job. If you didn't use a project rate in your estimate or your client didn't present you with one, make that calculation first. Now, how do you determine the index time percentage? Since I can usually expect to spend about anywhere between 15 to 25% of the total time indexing on the editing process when I edit the index myself, I make the edit time usually between 20 to 25% depending on the project. I always like to round up a little bit because it gives me some wiggle room. Then I subtract the edit time from 1.00 to give me the index percentage time. Make sure your percentage time is a decimal. But please know that this is an individual number. Your edit percentage time number can be anywhere from 10 to 35%. This number is dependent on how much editing you do as you index, your indexing style, the type of book, and your comfort level with the subject material and the material being indexed. This is where time tracking comes in handy. And please let me know if I'm beginning to sound like a broken record about my emphasis on time tracking. So now let's dive into the formula. First step is to divide the project fee by the desired hourly rate. This gives you the total number of hours you have to work on this project to make your desired hourly rate. Multiply that number, the number of hours you have to work on this project, by the index per time percentage. Remember, this percentage isn't a whole number, it's a decimal. This gives you the index hours. Now divide the number of pages in your book by the index hours. This will give you the number of pages you need to index per hour. I then use this calculated number of pages needed to index per hour as my reality check. I will ask myself, is this a reasonable number of pages to index per hour? For example, let's say a client offers you a medical book at what appears to be a really high page rate. Good for you. They value indexers. You should take this right away. It's going to make you some great money. But wait, just because it's higher than other books you've indexed, is it really a good rate? Make sure you use this reality check formula to double check before you accept the job. I once thought I was going to have a great rate given to me by a client, but after using this formula, I found that the number of pages needed to be indexed per hour in a dense medical book was 25 pages. That is unrealistic for me, especially since that medical textbook was gonna end up needing 10 to 15 entries per page. I can't index that at a rate of 25 pages per hour. That's just under two and a half minutes per page or an entry every 10 seconds. When I saw the reality of the speed I had to index to make that page rate work so that I could earn my desired hourly rate, I realized, no thank you. I didn't want to do that job for that rate. So I either had to refuse the job, accept a lower than desired hourly rate, and make sure you calculate that new hourly rate so you know what you're getting into, or... I needed to make a counter offer to the editor's suggested rate. Now let's use a different scenario. Let's say you were offered a trade book indexing project with a calculated rate of 10 pages per hour on a subject that you were very familiar with. If it didn't have any unusual features, such as a high number of entries per page, then I'll happily accept that rate offered by the client. I know that I can easily complete it in less time and my desired hourly rate will be bumped up. Yay for me. As for doing the reality check on my estimates, most of the time I find that the number of pages needed to be indexed per hour is spot on with my expectations. 
That means my estimate was well prepared. Sometimes, though, I've been surprised by the number, and then I go back and redo my estimate. And I'm grateful that I catch this issue with the reality check formula because I want to prepare a good estimate, one that I will be happy with. This is such an easy, quick check to do, and I encourage you to do it each and every time to make sure you're on the right right track in terms of compensation. Experienced indexers might have an instinctive feel for this type of calculation and go by gut instinct. They might do this automatically in their head. I don't trust myself to do that. Also, you might have bumped up your desired hourly rate recently, and you need to recalibrate that instinctive calculation. Since it is so quick and easy to do, Again, I do it every time. And as a new indexer, not only does this give you a reality check for your estimate or the project rate offered to you by the client, it also gives you a good feel as to how you should be progressing on your index to meet your desired hourly rate. So let's review that formula again real quick. I divide the project fee by my desired hourly rate. This gives me the number of hours I have to I will be I will have to work on this project if I want to make my desired hourly rate. Then I multiply by the percentage of index time. In my case, it was 0.75. And then I take that number and divide it into the number of pages I have to index. This final number gives me the number of pages I have to index per hour. And then I use that to see if this is if I can reasonably make that kind of pages per hour work. Try this formula on the project you're currently working on. How did the numbers work out for you? Are you getting paid your desired hourly rate for this project? If you're at or above your desired hourly rate, congratulations! You did a great job creating your estimate or negotiating with your client. If not, take a moment to figure out what could have gone wrong. Did the book have some unexpected problems? Or is there an entry density issue? Is the subject matter more difficult for you to index than you anticipated? Make sure you make notes on this to add to your internal invoice notes or your project spreadsheet so you'll be able to make the appropriate change or negotiation in the future. You know, a lot can go wrong in the course of indexing a book. The writing could take a downhill turn after chapter four. The number of names in chapter eight could be astronomical. You can't always anticipate these issues, but you can also learn to give yourself some padding in terms of time in your schedule or in your estimate in terms of compensation. And always remember, you win some and you lose some, but you should always be striving to make a good business decision with the information you have available. And part of that information could be the reality check formula. And now it's time for the see also segment. When I talk about something related to the episode, but not directly. Today in the see also segment, I'm going to add another piece of advice about estimates. I tend to like to sit on them for a few hours or potentially overnight if I have the time. Sometimes I think of something that didn't cross my mind the first time around. Is there something about the schedule that bothers me? Did I remember to account for the extra time and therefore anticipate the extra cost in dealing with different authors for the chapters? Did I account for the fact that I'm not as familiar with the subject matter? This might mean that I will have to accept lower than my um, my desired hourly rate, but I also need to account for that in my schedule. It's amazing the things I can catch myself on when I wait a bit before sending out the estimate or agreeing to a project. If time is tight, I sometimes will go for a short walk to clear my mind. Just that little bit of physical exercise is really helpful. I don't know about you, but my mind is often whirring in the background. And when I clear my head by being outside, clarity is more accessible. 
I hope you have found this episode to be helpful. I'm happy to answer any of your questions, so feel free to drop a suggestion or comment in the exchange box. The link is in the show notes. Please remember to submit any questions you might have for the Q&A for the last episode of Season 1 of the Freelance Indexer Exchange. That's coming up next week, so be sure to get those questions in now. I am so excited to do this show, and I'm so happy you've decided to join me for this first season of the Freelance Indexer Exchange. I can't believe that I'm signing off on my 15th episode. Thank you for coming along for this journey. I'll see, in air quotes of course, you next week. And remember to check back at the end of June to learn more about the potential bonus content. Or better yet, subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you won't miss it. By subscribing, the bonus content will be delivered right to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Freelance Indexer Exchange. Until next Monday, be well and do well. And happy indexing. Happy indexing.